If you celebrate your differentness, the world will too. It believes exactly what you tell it. Through the words you use to describe yourself, the actions you take to care for yourself, and the choices you make to express yourself. Tell the world you are a -a one-of-a-kind creation who came here to experience wonder and spread joy. Expect to be accommodated. That is from Victoria Moran, who is an author here in the United States. Today's show is about you. We are doing the Get Your Relationship Back in Shape series, and today is your rest day. Rest day. Today gets to be about you, and so we're going to give you some really good tips, some healthy stuff. I think one of them we've never even talked about before. That's how big today's show is. Welcome to Smalley Marriage Radio. I am Michael Smalley, along with Amy Smalley, and we are thrilled that you're joining us either on Facebook Live or listening to us on this podcast. So are you excited about today's show? I'm excited. It's going to be good. Because you're like a big napper. You love naps. (laughs) It's not a I, criticism. I can I can get get a good nap in. Yeah, Sunday so afternoons especially. If we're going to get our relationship back in shape, yes. you're going to have to have some rest days here for the new you're year. Gonna, and you're going to need to know what do you need to do during your rest day. Yeah. Like so, how do you regroup? How do you let your muscles or, you know, your muscles need to be able to rest? What's the healthiest rest day you can have right. for your relationship? That's what we're going to hit on to today. Now, at the end of the show, our distraction of the day. Yes. Right, I love to do these. Today's pretty freaky because I'm just curious, how upset would you be if a doctor removed removed a huge tumor from your pelvic area like as a female? Yeah. Dur- from your pelvic area during surgery that was actually originally for your back. So, doctors are in there. Hey, if it needed to be removed, it needed to be removed. So you'd be okay then having I a would. large you know, tumor. Yeah, if it was growing, yeah. Even as without your consent. Yeah. So you didn't know. Okay, that's interesting. Because well, at I, the end of today's show, I'm guessing you may have a different opinion. A tumor? When you hear the rest of the facts. Now, the honoring news of the day. This okay. one is just wicked awesome. Okay, so here's the headline from Good News Network. Hoping to be a grandma one day, she bought a tiny little dress then seven Aww. years later, it turns into sweet coincidence. Oh. Okay, so you, I'm actually pretty excited. I'm ready to be a granddad. Well, a poppy. Okay, so seven years. So seven. So she bought this cute little dress for a little seven girl. years before she had a grandchild, oh. and she really wanted a granddaughter. So that's yes. why she bought a little dress for a little girl, just because she was so excited that one day. Mm-hmm. My guess is her daughter got married. Yeah. And then she's like, I might become a grandma. Now, here's the crazy part. Seven years later, yes. daughter has a girl. So she, grandma kind of got that right because she'd already bought her a dress. Cute. Grandma left the tags on the dress. She can't tell you why. She just did, never took them off. So she bought the dress because the tag is on yeah. September 9th, 2011. Yes. Her daughter was born September 9th, 2018. What? How awesome is that? That's awesome. What are the chances that she would have bought a little dress for an unborn granddaughter that's not going to come for seven years on the exact same day she was born? 
Can I just tell you another thing that happened in our life that is very similar to this scenario that you don't remember? Oh, no. But this is very, very cool. So my dad, my mom and dad came to visit us in Branson, Missouri at about, um, we had been married, I don't know, maybe less than a year. And he bought a cap gun. He bought a cap gun. Oh, that's right. I remember that. And on a chalkboard or something, I wrote something, the cap gun, you know, the cap gun and put the date. It was the day that Cole was born a year later. No way. Yes. Wait, are you serious? Yes. You do not remember that, but I do. So cool. Because my dad wanted a grandson because he had only had granddaughters and he wanted a grandson. And Cole is the very first- He bought a cap gun. Yeah. What? At Dick's Five and Dime. same story? At Dick's Five and Dime. Yes. Yes. What is happening? I know. I don't even know what so to do with cool. that information. Do, 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 wonder know. if anyone's saying anything here on Facebook <laughs> Live about that. I know Jenny is really excited about the self-care today. Jenny, are you also a good napper? Just asking. I'm not hey, judging. Hey, some of this stuff judging. is actually from Jenny. Jenny. Jenny's actually, I think this might have been her idea to do, you know, yeah. rest day, so, cheat day. Hey, head on over, by the way. Head on over to smalleyinstitute.com. And what? There it is. Here's smalleyinstitute.com. Why would you want to go there? Because you can get it back. That's getting it back. So that'll get them right to get back your relationship. Get your relationship back in shape. (laughs) I was like, wait, what are we talking? So remember, we've put this whole week into an online experience called Get Your Relationship Back in Shape for the new year. And on the homepage at smalleyinstitute.com, you can start today. It's literally two dollars. Come and on, we just filmed the bonus exercise on the full body workout. That's worth the two bucks right there for your sex life. <laughs> and then we have another bonus video from my father, who we are you know going back into the video archives, and it's the no pain no gain how to treasure hunt trials for this year. So no matter what happens to you, you can actually use it for good. Absolutely, and you can turn it into good, and you can find treasure in the pain. So that is the second bonus session, and want to encourage you to check that out at smalleyinstitute.com. We need like a cool, you know what we need? We need like a little Smalley Institute. Hallelujah! Where's the Tylenol? That was good. As always, you can subscribe to this podcast on you know iTunes. You can leave us a voicemail question at 903 392-0975. We've actually got some good ones for tomorrow. I'm quite excited about it. And and so, yeah, we're ready to go now. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Today's workout is about rest and understanding who you are, who you, because this is big. It's not just a rest day out of hedonism or narcissism. This is about a rest day on understanding who you are in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! Where's the Tylenol? Yeah, (laughs) Clark Griswold. So, all right, we've got, let me see how many things we have here. I've already forgotten. We have four. So we have four things that you can do on your rest day to actually make it Productive. Well, how about not productive? That sounds like you got to work well, now. Productive in the sense of helpful, re- energizing, restful. Um, yes, restful. That'd be a better word. Restorative. Yes. The, restorative. That's very nice. That's a good word. Well, yes, that is a good one. So the yes. first thing you want to do on your rest day, and this is again about getting a relationship in shape, 
is you want to celebrate your differentness. So I read that quote. Can I read that quote again? That that quote actually was really good. From Victoria. Yes. If you celebrate your differentness, the world will too. It believes exactly what you tell it. Through the words you use to describe yourself, the actions you take to care for yourself, and the choices you make to express yourself, tell the world you are one of a kind creation who came here to experience wonder and spread joy. Expect to be accommodated. Or to honored. When I first heard that word accommodated, I was like, geez, that's kind of like accommodated. I feel like then you're like a hassle for people. Like people have to do things my way. I, I don't necessarily think think that. But it does trigger the point of we teach people how to treat us. And so if you do not value your differences, if you do not value your opinion, if you do not value the things that are important to you, then how is anyone else going to do that? Um, I know for me, sometimes sometimes both of us are kind of people, people, you know, like we get re-energized Oh, being How, around people? Being around people. Oh, I thought you were going to say people pleasers. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm more of a people, a people pleaser. I'm more of a people pleaser. I really don't care I like care to be around people. people and help them, and then that makes me feel good. I know it sounds weird. Codependent, but that's okay. Yeah, a little codependent, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but I'm just saying, uh, this isn't I, about me. No, I need you kidding. to be good so I can be good. Well, I just like to help people. You do. And so you I, get energized. I get energized. And I, by the way, I'm very thankful because <laughs> I'm a people person. I do yes. love people. You yes. love people. And yes. so there are some people, like my mother constantly <laughs> says, I just, she gets energized not being around people. <laughs> yeah. And we both get inner, but that's a difference. Yeah. There's a difference. Some people are are extroverts and some people are more introverts and it's okay. And know who you are and celebrate those differences. Yeah. So number one, celebrate your differences. Number two, what do you believe about yourself? Mm. So this rest day cannot be about condemnation and shame in your head about yourself. Right. That does not work. That is not going to be an effective rest day. So you might need to start like throughout the week when you're doing in the extra work, Mm -hmm. address those things and those lies. So sometimes those lies are there because of emotional wounds. Mm -hmm. Maybe you had a parent and grew up who kept telling you that you're worthless and Mm -hmm. you're not valuable. That's just a lie. It's not true. And I'll even include... If I can remember, I want to include in this, like, so you got to buy the course to get this resource. Okay. It'll be a download. It's, it's, I am a child of the king. Oh, yeah. And that's one of the things that I love to get people. It was written by one of my mentors, Dr. Ed Lamance. It is so poetic and powerful. And every line of this, I'm a child of the king is backed up by scripture. So I encourage people to stick that thing up on their bathroom mirror so that every day, they see who they are in Christ. And being able to understand who you are in Christ means that there's going to be some day, as you were talking and being allowing yourself to rest. I think that for me, I, I, I think that you can allow yourself to rest like too long and then you get to be depressed. But yes. for me to be able to take a day to, let's just say, get on Like a, a PJ day. A PJ. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, if I have a PJ day, I, I can have some PJ days. Sometimes when you're out of town, yeah, those Saturdays, give me a PJ day. I can stay in my PJs like 
All now, day you know, long. I could be here and you'd still be okay in a PJ day. I know, but for some reason, I it's not as easy for me. I know. <laughs> it should be, though. Because I'm a very, I try to be very productive, but there are some days that I need to be able to just say, you know what, it's okay for me not to be productive so that the next day I can be super productive. It's okay, people, to say, I need a break. Yes. I need to slow down. I need to relax. And the reason I'm doing that, this is what keeps it from turning into narcissism. Uh, the and not reason depression. I'm doing that is because I want to love others better. Right. It's not just because of me, it's I need to rest and chill so I can love my wife, my children, my parents, whoever better. Mm -hmm. That's why we do it. Number three, how are you taking care of yourself? So what are the things that you can do on your rest day? Because I know, because you know I'm struggling sleeping, yeah. and so Dr. Bigler, who's my who's my doctor, <laughs> yeah, I know. I heard it. Dr. It Bigler. Late. I know. Doctor. But recently doctor. I said I haven't been sleeping well, and he's like, dude, you need a good solid six hours of uninterrupted sleep. So I, I got a prescription to help counteract some of the hormones and things and medicines for ADD, and I took it last night. You? Oh, really? <gasps> I did not know Guess that. how many... Uninterrupted hours I yeah, got. Yeah, you were sleep. asleep. Guess how many hours I got? Did you get six? Four. Oh. But it was but better hey, than three. But that's hey, that's that's an hour longer. That's yeah. awesome. So, Could you take one and then if you wake up and then take another? Oh, one? I don't think so. It took oh. me a while to get going this morning. But okay. sleep, the point is sleep actually is very important. Yes. I once had a couple that came in for an intensive at the Smalley Marriage Intensive and they were like the husband was and the wife were so confused. And when I started investigating and asking questions, he was like, man, this came out of nowhere. And her her entire attitude changed. She's crying, going, I don't understand what's happening. And I'm like, so when? It was like six months ago and blah, blah, blah. And I finally just went, you know, have you been to a doctor? And yeah. they were in our area. So they actually went to Dr. Bigler. And he found out she had this rare sleep thing oh. that can, I don't know what it was, yeah. but literally started getting that treated and then went right back to being normal again. And that makes a lot of sense to be able to say self-care means that you look at yourself and you look at the different aspects of your life, mind, body, soul, spirit, and you look at those things and you say, it are there things that need to be need attention? And when something doesn't make sense, that's one of those things that you want to go back to one of those other things of, okay, am I, is it a spiritual thing? Is it a mental thing? Is it that, that I'm not sleeping? Is it something psychological? When we are able to address things on all those issues, that is self-care. Bill Kratz, who's watching us on Facebook Live, said, relax hard, nap often. <laughs> Dude, Love that it. is a t-shirt and hat and an entire clothing okay, merchandising that's, that's idea good. right there. That's Jenny right. Ram says, watching on Facebook Live, our self-talk is so powerful. Yes. Recent realization, I need to stop listening to myself and reject negative self-belief and start listening and believing on who God says I am. And believing. Wow. Believing. That was, that was, that's that's probably really powerful, and that or that is really powerful. Because it's not enough just to tell yourself. At some point, yeah, that gotta... has to turn into a belief that, no, I am valuable. I am worth something. I am these good things, and then I can deal with anything that's negative. And it's not – the hard part about it is, is it can 
leak into pride, but it doesn't have to. I always thought, you know, I was so afraid of not being humble that I didn't take an accurate view or a valued view yeah. of myself. And so that's kind of a little scary. Well, and something else, though, by the way, that you can do on your rest day is pursue a hobby. Do you know I re- I usually struggle when people are like, well, you know, because I'll do research on this stuff and hobbies seem to be very important. <laughs> and I'm always like, I don't think I have any hobbies. You know what I finally realized? Sports is your hobby. Watching sports? Well, no. that, that might be a hobby. I don't know. I do enjoy that. Cooking. Oh, yeah, you do. That is a you thing I have genuine pleasure in. So I found recently, so, you know, I had surgery, gastric bypass, and I finally found, because now I'm like, I need to stop losing weight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never thought I'd say in my life, I got to figure out how to eat more. <laughs> and so in my desperate search on DuckDuckGo, because I have now banned Google forever. <gasps> Great. Now Google's going to come after us mm. with force. No. But I found a lady called the Bariatric Foodie. Aw. And I've already made one of her and it recipes. Was amazing. Best so good. meatballs oh. I've ever made in my life. Yeah. And I'm kind of known hands for my down, meatballs. Hands down. Yeah. I mean, it really, I really was. did. I liked them better. And they were turkey. And what I loved about this self-care thing for me and this hobby is that since surgery back in mm-hmm. June, that was the first, I think, the first meal that I cooked that was bariatric, gastric bypass friendly that mm-hmm. everybody could eat together. Yes. And the really big thing for me is that- Everybody liked it. She had a magic sauce. Yeah. So that's been one of the things I've missed on eating is yeah. I don't have anything to dip into. <laughs> and so I made this sauce that was like mustard and sugar-free. I didn't even know there was such a thing as sugar-free ketchup. <laughs> I know. I'm an idiot. But that hobby, so pursue something. Yes. Photography. Um, what is your hobby, by the way? Probably. TJ def- Maxx. What? Now that could be a fun hobby because the well, shirt I'm not, wearing. Yeah, you bought shopping, me. shopping. But I, I like to decorate too, like oh, find fun stuff. Even yeah. for the church, hospitality is kind of a big deal for me. I love doing that. So I'm the dream team hospitality person for our table for the table, and well, I like, like decorating the table every. So often, yeah. changing it up. I'd be curious if any of the people watching on Facebook would be open to posting some of your hobbies. Because sometimes people need ideas. Like, yeah. They just don't know what a good hobby is. We've got Lucinda Underwood here. She said, I do homemade chicken meatballs. Our grocery near oh. us has ground chicken. So does mine. Ground chicken sausage. We do too. It's easy to find good uh, swaps these days, which is totally true. I think my meatball had 97% fat-free turkey, ground turkey, and then I had to put Swazage in it. You got him started on the on the recipe. Now he's going to keep going with it. No, I'm not going to keep going with it. I'm stopping right now. That's good. No, but now that's my feelings your hobby. Are hurt. I'm sorry. No, I'm that's shutting your, down. But that's your that's your hobby, and so yes, obviously you're going to get into that. And then, yes, yeah. So have fun. a hobby on your rest day, and then recognize that you can't save the stinking world, people. It's no, not your right. job. Jesus saves. Release. Your job is to follow Him. So what's the word? Release. Release. Release people to. 
find their way and not try to fix them or help them or protect them. They can doom that's, themselves. It's not your that responsibility. Is so hard as a mother to look at me going back and forth because that's you're doing the uh, comforting. Yes, rock. the comforting rock. Well, yes, and that self soothing. <laughs> and that what's hard is you work hard at bettering yourself. I'm trying to work hard at bettering myself. So it can definitely be difficult if you kind of feel like someone's doing something and they're not addressing it. But for our rest day and, and trying to get our relationship back in shape, we do. We just got to learn how to release those others. That's a good word. Yes. And then here's one. This one was pretty cool. So this is on your rest day. You know what one of your hobbies could be? What? Finding a place to serve. Oh, Serving others yeah. is a great self-care technique. Because and especially if you serve the underprivileged or the poverty stricken or the severely handicapped mm -hmm. or or disabled or whatever, man, it puts your complaints and your troubles right in order of where they should be because we got first world problems, y'all. <laughs> we really do. Well, you know what I always I always thought it was kind of a bit of a cop out for people when because you know, if you grow up in the church and you know, you're supposed to serve, you're supposed to do stuff, and and people will be like, oh, you know what, that's just not my gifting, and oh, da da da. And I used to truly feel like, oh, those people are copping out. They just don't want to serve. They don't just don't want to serve in the children's ministry. So guess what? So they're you know, so they're just saying they don't. You know, that's not their gifting. Code for no, I'm lazy. Oh, that's so terrible for me to say that, isn't it? But guess what? Well. Guess what? I'm not going to say I, it ain't true. I, well, but guess what? When you serve out of your gifting, and this is a huge shift for me, and I actually am truly experiencing it now, because I tried to serve in the children's ministry, and I failed miserably when I did that recently, and I just felt like I was ineffective. I felt like the kids were just running around. We were supposed to have this craft that we were supposed to do. We didn't do it. Everybody's craft, my kids' craft looked way different than everybody else's craft because I just let them just stack the cups on top of each other and let them do their own. Well, but it was bad. I mean, just to be honest, it was bad. I mean, the kids, they were loved on. I love them. I shared the love of Christ with them. But as far as getting any content or anything in them but that day, home. it didn't happen. Yeah. So I actually got an email from what, you know, one of our friends, Carol Jones, you know, saying, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I, I had to tell her, you know, honestly, it's just not my jam. I cannot do it. I said, you know what? I do really well. I can welcome people really good. And I can um, make sure that they 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 get fed. Like, the, you know, like when I go behind that dream team. And that truly does energize me. It is. And, and it truly does. Like for me, like, oh, put me out welcoming people or do they, and it does feed me honestly it's it really not a chore so there are three ways and i'm going to encourage you get this uh this course the get your yes. relationship back in shape course because in my research for this point i found and this is pretty cool i was kind of surprised but i did some duck duck going <laughs> and i found volunteer match now some of you might already know about this so maybe mm. i'm just late to the game but they have they're, they're the apparently they're the largest volunteer network of providers, people who need volunteers and then volunteers who are signed up who want to volunteer. You can search by your zip code. 
So when I did a search, I want to do it again. Hopefully nothing horrible will come up. But there are 144 volunteer opportunities in the Conroe area. Wow. Just right there. So if if you're trying to find a place, if you're trying to find a place to serve, then you can check out that website. Do it in person. So go to your church. Volunteer with your church. That a healthy church is going to have tons of opportunities for you to be able to serve. You can go to the school. You can go mm-hmm. to the library. Uh, I like one of the ideas was visit your recreational sports teams, mm. right, for kids or youth. Yes. That'd be a great way to, especially if that's kind of your deal. We got a guy here in town who I keep bringing up, Bobby Weatherford, who has Men Unleashed. I know he provides serving opportunities. So if you're a handyman or if you know Ooh. how to build something, Bobby has actually banned me from ever helping his ministry. That's probably a good idea. Because I'd be like, hey, can we help fix your porch? And the entire home would burn down to the ground. Yes. Bobby knows. Or it would just fall apart. So maybe that's one of your giftings. And you already talked. I don't know if you looked at that at the notes. But you can also, another way to find opportunities to serve is off of your passion and yes. off of your gifting. So what's mine? Laughter. So I think, cooking. do you know how many, this is going to, I might start crying, but do you know how many hospice volunteer opportunities oh. there are in our area? Oh, yeah. I had no idea. Oh. And, you know, we obviously, we talk about it all the time, but cared for my own father in our home mm-hmm. through home hospice. And I thought I had, I literally had no idea that you could volunteer at hospice places. Oh, I, yeah. It, it's stupid. How do I not know that? Well, but. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can remember one time I was so depressed too. And I know that this is going to sound, I've maybe shared this before, but I got kind of, I was like, I just feel really worthless. And so you know what I did? Gave blood. That's another thing. I mean, I know that that, that sounds is. like whatever, no, that's but awesome. I mean, if that's huge. And, and I know that um, Abby, our niece, I mean, she's at a place right now where she needs blood tremendously, yeah. you know? Um, and so being able to, to do that and to offer that to people, that's a good thing to do. And do you, it does, it's on your rest day. Yeah. So do you want to know what Mark Beck, who's watching us on Facebook Live, do you want to know what he does on his rest day for self-care? What? watching Smalley Institute Facebook Live. <laughs> That's awesome. Mark, I love it. you're a hero. What? And then Marius Brewer, who's one of my Marius. best friends from South Africa, yes. he asked, because I said one of my self-care things is cook, or one of my hobbies is cooking. And so Marius wants to know, when are you making me oxtail? Oxtail. As I was about to say, oxtail. Hey, I've made it twice, and people are raving about my oxtail. It's good. It's good. I don't know if it's bariatric friendly, but... <laughs> Oh, here That's we good. go. I like that. So, uh, so find opportunities to serve. That's number three. But then here's goal number four yes. on your rest day. And this might be, frankly, the most important one. The end goal of your rest day. And the end goal, by the way, of getting your relationship back in shape is so that you can be productive in making disciples for Jesus Christ so that people can find the joy, hope, and freedom there is in Jesus that is the ultimate goal of a rest day and the ultimate goal of, of building a healthy relationship. Because we want to be a blessing. We want to be a blessing to other people. We want to be an encouragement. And so if your end goal for your rest day is for me to say, you know what, I need to kind of pull back and re- get refreshed 
and be encouraged and just kind of chill, that's the best thing that you can do so that you can be a blessing to someone. And if you think about it, with the thir- serving opportunities, you are being a blessing. Do Doing your resting or doing something for someone else that's energizing. So not something that's going to suck energy from you, but actually energizing you know, you cooking or you, I could only imagine how much joy you could bring to someone that is on their deathbed. I know that sounds really no, like I'm whatever. I'm telling you, I'm going to do it, by the way. Because, I mean, I can, can make laugh. you laugh. If you're dying, I will get you laughing about your impending death. Exactly. And, and my it, gift. It, it is. I don't know. What I, else I know to it say. sounds weird, but I, I, I believe that that. Can no, it's very consistent. Much be true. In my life, God put me on earth to bring joy. And, <laughs> and for people to laugh at things they would never normally laugh if at. If I'm or discipling laugh about. people or if they're, you know, in an intensive with me, consistently, almost yes. every single time, it's I never, never thought th- I'd <laughs> laugh about that. They're like, you know, really hurtful things and they're laughing and they're like, How are we laughing about that? I'm like, it's a gift. I don't know what to tell you. It's a gift. <laughs> it's a messed up gift, but it is a gift. So let me just end this part of today's show. Okay. And with a with a good quote from Bell Hooks. Knowing how to be solitary is central to the art of loving. When we can be alone, we can be with others without using them as a means of escape. Ooh. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Now we have to get on to the distraction oh, yeah. of the day. So if you remember at the beginning of today's show. I asked you, would you be upset oh, yeah. if a surgeon, because you're in there for back Some surgery. Some kind of tumor or something. Yep. Yeah. So you're in okay. for back surgery. You wake up and you're told, hey, listen, during surgery, we found a big time tumor and we removed it. So all's good. It was like on her, in her pelvic area. I don't know. Is that front? Yeah. Uh, probably like front area or something. Here. Yeah. So, and you said- I, I I would be glad. Be okay. I'd be glad. And I'd say, go ahead. Are you going to give me a tummy tuck too? Just stretch it all out. I'd be totally okay. There were three surgeons in that room. Yeah. Three of them. Yeah. This was in a Florida hospital. This was on the Tech Times. What would she want the tumor? What to go? Tell me. What is it? Well, the problem is it wasn't a tumor. It was her kidney. She was born. Her kidney kind of stayed semi-attached to her pelvic bone. But did she which have is two not of them? supposed to yeah. Did they which take is not out supposed to be there. No, they just took out the one. However, it was her kidney. It wasn't it wasn't a tumor, a tumor. <laughs> so, do you know why the mistake happened? The doctor didn't read her file, the surgeon. So, in the file would have said, by the way, kidney is, is attached, attached to the pelvic bone. That's a kidney. Didn't see that and remove this what he thought to be a gigantic kidney. So here's what's weird: the two other doctors settled with her out of court. Yeah, and I think for a sum of something like two hundred fifty thousand, somewhere around there. Dang! But the doctor who did it is yeah. only ending up so far with a fine of four thousand dollars. Huh? I'm like, whoa, because they're not legally supposed to do things. Without your consent. So you're not allowed to go into for one surgery and then end up with something totally different. I don't know. Pretty messed up. I don't know how I feel about that. I I would, I don't know. You wouldn't be upset that they removed your kidney. I I still have one. 
You still have one. I know that sounds bad, doesn't it? But I mean, you still you have one, Daddy. Yeah. Daddy I had to donate it to you a father. You didn't get two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for your kidney. I went in to get my kidney removed. I did not go in for back <laughs> surgery and then wake up. No, I did go in though, and I was missing a rib. See? I show everybody. Did they ask you? Well, did they, they had ask to. you? They no, they damage did not. The kidney that was did a part of the procedure. Oh, but did it they was ask a part you? Of the procedure. Did they ask you? Did they say, "Can I please take some of your rib"? No, but no. if it's a part of the I procedure, it's okay. Rib, I think your rib is worth at least a hundred grand. Why are we arguing about this? Oh, that's why we're arguing about I'm catching on now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't oh yeah. they also tore my shoulder. That's yeah. another hundred. No, that's two hundred grand. The yeah. missing the missing rib <laughs> that they never let me have, by the way. That's like five hundred. Didn't even 000. give it back. No, and now that I've lost all my weight, I look like a weirdo. I have this See? like cave See? thing. They deformed you. I have body shaming issues <laughs> now. <laughs> Stinking doctors. <laughs>